Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today, my guest is O'Shea Edwards. O'Shea Edwards is a professional wrestler on the independent scene. I see him here live in Nashville, Tennessee at Southern Underground Pro. Watched him wrestle in Chattanooga. He's out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. Um, actually trains out of face-to-face, uh, which we have a mutual friend there. Shout out to my friend Zoe Walker, also trains out of face-to-face there in Atlanta. Small world here in the world of professional wrestling. And uh, O'Shea's a great guy. Had a great conversation with him. I think you're going to really enjoy it. We basically talk about his training, his favorite wrestlers, favorite matches, some of his career goals. Just catch up with the guy. And, you know, I hope you get to learn a little bit more about him. Or if you're new uh, maybe to this, you know, kind of world of independent pro wrestling, maybe this is the first time you've heard of O'Shea Edwards. And if that's the case, that's cool too. I think you're going to really enjoy the, uh, the interview either way. Without any further ado, kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk Podcast with me and O'Shea Edwards. Just in general, how have you been, dude? I know you said you, you know, you can't complain, but like, just how's everything been, just been this in general, man? Dude, life's been pretty good, man. Um, staying busy, which is always a, always a plus, you know. Um, other than that, man, just trying to keep my keep it, oh, keep the old calendar full. Um, trying to make sure I can venture out as much as I can, you know, pay the bills, you know, keep the bill man off, you know, all that good stuff. And as long as the wife's happy, you know, I think I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Um, and you're out of Atlanta, Georgia, correct? Yeah, that's correct, man. All right, cool. So, is that where you uh, where you train out of? Is that where you got your start? And that's like home base. Is that everything for you there in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got trained uh, started about North Atlanta, um, and then I kind of ventured once I got like my, my footing. Um, I kind of trained out west, uh, west of Atlanta with uh, Robert Gibson, and but yeah, Atlanta's pretty much where. I'm, like, I'm, I'm normally based out of, um, it's pretty much where I kind of handle all my stuff, really. So, um, but I'm, I'm originally, uh, came down here to kind of go to school, and it was one of those things of where the living was kind of good, so I just stayed. Um, I go, like, I go home every so often and then get up there and go, mm, boy, it's kind of expensive up here. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Let's, let's go back home. <laughs> Yeah, man, I hear you. I uh, I actually grew up in Marietta, Georgia, so you probably noticed that 404 area code I called you from. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. So um, I think, I, if I remember correctly, we talked, I know we definitely talked at the Southern Underground show, uh, the last show just a couple months ago, and I think you had mentioned to me that you've been training out of face-to-face, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I've been training out of face-to-face, um, really just because the, it's, it's really, it's really, it's so close. So, um, but I usually try to get in where any, anywhere I can that can really, you know, teach me something. Um, I'm always a student of the game forever, uh, forever. So, cause, you know, we can never just, you'll never not know it all, you know? Um, I know it's kind of contradictory myself there. Um, but there's always something we can learn. There's always something new, um, you know, wrestling at an exercise man it's the art form and you know just because you do it one way doesn't mean it's right you know, that doesn't mean it's wrong either but there's so many different ways that you can paint a picture it doesn't mean that you know one way is the best so anytime i get a chance to learn from anybody that can really you know help shape and form me into uh just you know a better a better athlete a better wrestler a better performer man you know i'm all about it 
Yeah, that's great. That's the right attitude to have, I think. And uh, so, like, how did you get started in wrestling? Like, have you been a lifelong fan or was it something that you were like an athlete and something that you just kind of took to? Like, where? how did you kind of get your start in all this? Man, the, the easy answer there would be yes. Um, <laughs> I've always been, always been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. Um, the first event I ever got to go to, I think I was like maybe like 10, you know, 10 or 11, roughly around that age. And um, my dad, and it's the only, it's sad, it's the only time I've actually, um, actually been to Madison Square Garden was for a WWE, at the time, the WWF, a uh, house show. And um, as a kid, man, I lost my mind when, like, Ahmed Johnson showed up. He was, to me, he was bigger than life. That was only my guy. And um, ever since then, man, it kind of got me hooked. And I've just always been a part of it. Um, when I was in high school, you know, I always watched it. Um, I played ball. Uh, I played a lot of football going through school and, you know, made it all the way through college and all that good stuff. And I've always been a wrestling fan, but it wasn't until I got a little older, a little bit, you know, smarter about what I'm doing, that I realized, like, you know, I think I can kind of get this thing a run. Um, so, actually, I actually started training with uh, Charlie Swinger at Kennesaw. And um, I started there, you know, got my feet underneath me and all that good stuff. And then I got an opportunity to really... Um, train with Robert Gibson out in Douglasville, and then I just kind of, that's when I grew, that's when my education really began, you know, like, like it's one of those things of, uh, you know, you go through high school, like, oh, yeah, college is going to be easy, yeah, then you get to college, you go, oh, man, this isn't easy, I thought it was going to be, but at the same time, man, it's when I first started it, man, it was just something I wanted to do, it, this was something that I naturally, um, Dude, that's wild. And how long ago is that? Like, was this just like a few years ago that you started your training? Or? This was about, yeah, this is about four or five years ago now. I think at the end of this year, the year five for me. So it's, a lot of people get kind of like, they hear me talk and I'm like, man, how long you been working? And I'm like, man, not long, man. They last four or five years. They're like, seriously? Like, yeah, what? And it's like, man, you talk like a guy who's been wrestling for like, you know, 10, 12 years. I'm like, thanks. But no, I, I just been doing it this long, man. So yeah, it's just something I when I'm when I'm it, when I'm really invested into something, man. I, I go in like full board, man. I'm full throttle, and it's just one of those things of where you know it, it, this is what I want to do with my life. Well, why wouldn't I, you know, learn every bit of it while I can from anybody who's even willing to take the time to even teach me? Sure, sure, and. You know, there's so many questions I want to ask you, especially knowing now that you were like an Almond Johnson fan growing up, because I was too. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old, man. So I was like, right now, I was a kid, you know, growing up. Like I thought Almond Johnson was the coolest, and I always thought it was a shame that he kind of like had his like his short run and then just like went on this giant downslide. Remember, like it just kind of like he was like the man, and then just like kind of fell off, and it was like so confusing to me as a kid. And then I remember him popping back up in WCW as a part of like the rebranded Harlem Heat, and he like didn't even look the same. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? Like, who is this guy who he put on the screen? And I, and I remember that too. I'm like, I remember like the, from the stars, just like, I'm like, Oh 
one was like, my favorite movie as a kid. It just looks so brutal. I'm like, he's killing people with this movie. <laughs> and like now I just look back, I'm like, man, I was such a kid. Like, oh, I was so excited when he showed up. But now I'm just like, I am that guy in a sense. And I'm like, well, here we are. So let's make something of it. So, so who else, like, aside from Ahmed Johnson, like, who were some other guys that you were a really big fan of when you were watching growing up? Okay, so, growing up, like, my mother really wasn't, like, the biggest one. Like, oh, you'll be expressing like, it's just a face. And just, okay, the last like, holy crap, it's just a face. So, um, like, so, when I was growing up, like, of course, you know, I was a kid, I'd think, whatever. I began had to be in my room by, like, 10 o'clock and by 11, I was covered by app like a light. So I could only watch WCW in, like, the first hour of Monday Night Raw, which was a killer. Uh, and so uh, I did everything WCW, and I would have to call my friends, like, the next day to school, like, you know, what happened in the room? Like, I missed it. They would be like, oh, I can't believe you're so like, yeah, shut up. I can't even imagine, man. That's got to be so awesome. Like, and and I was and I was such a fan of all the guys you're, you're mentioning. It's funny that you mentioned, you know, just going back to it. This is probably the last time I'll bring him up on this episode. But just this is crazy. What what a small world that uh, Ahmed Johnson wound up being Booker T's replacement in Harlem Heat. Two of your guys just interchanging like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, and speaking of how small it is, um, 
I definitely have to ask you about this. So I, I of course, I'm familiar more so of your work, you know, here in Nashville, because that's where I'm from. And I got kind of my finger on the pulse of like kind of Southeastern wrestling. And I noticed you like I was like one of those things where I see you in the southern and uh, in the basement east here in Nashville. And then like a few days later, I see you on Raw as a part of the uh, the conga line. Like what was what what was that like working doing just anything with the WWE? That's got to be just mind blowing for someone like you. It's really, it, it is um, just because it, it was a chance to really just like have fun, and that's what they wanted. They were like, "Hey man, go out there and have fun." Like you know, everybody's watching, so have a good time. And so I was kind of sitting there, and uh, well, I had a bunch of friends. We all kind of went and got that chance, and um, they were like, "Hey man." Um, I feel like a great A jackass right now because I'm sitting here in the chair and I can look at him. I'm like, dude, I'm wearing a giant burger shirt right now. So um, we're going to be okay. And he's like, well, don't let go of my hips. And I'm like, I had no intention of that. We're going to be just fine. And so you're really nervous. And then that music hits, and then you're like, yo, game time, baby. And you just go out there and you just, yo, man, let's do it. Let's have some fun. Who knows if we'll ever come back here. So, you know, you, you got to, Man, so like, uh, did you get to meet some people at the show? I mean, I don't know if that's maybe where you met Shelton Benjamin. I know he works on the SmackDown brand, but was there? Uh, yeah, we we did we did Raw and Little Rock, and then we drove to Memphis, and then um, that's where I got a chance to meet him and um, just really get a chance to sit there and chew the fat with him for a little bit. Um, and like I said, but that, for me, that was just um, that that was that was really humbling. Just you know you. People always say, hey, man, don't meet your heroes. No, that's nonsense. Like, meet them. Like, meet them. Meet your heroes and then aspire to be better than your heroes. And I don't mean that in a sense of, like, saying I'm better than anybody. But, you know, you meet the people who you want to emulate. And then you go off and you try to do better so that, you know, you just you, you have that benchmark and you know where you got to go to get past it. Um, so I was able to meet him in Memphis. There's a lot of people I really got a chance to talk to, man, and really get a chance to, like, you know, um, just, like, really just meet him as people. And that was really that was really awesome just because, you know, you, normally you don't get to do that. And um, you realize you're there, you know, you're, you're there for a job. You're, you're there trying to, you know, do, you know, try to like, put your best foot forward. But at the same time, it's like, well, I know for a fact I'll never get this opportunity to really talk to these guys in this type of environment ever again. So, you know, Lord willing, if they want to talk, man, let's sit there and talk. And for the most part, man, a lot of guys are, yeah, man, sure, it's no big deal. Like, they were more than happy to talk and more than happy to share whatever the they had and, and this, that, and the other. And, um, it, like I said, I had a really good time, and it was something that, uh, you know, I'll take with me for whenever this ride ends. Like, I'll take that with me forever. So, so you being in Memphis, that would have been the night that Joey Lynch did the uh, the match on Two Hundred Five Live, correct? In, indeed, it was. Indeed, it was. Uh, I got to sit there and, and watch him go forward, man. And uh, you know, I gave him the biggest hug when he got backstage. And um, and, and, and Joey's the, one of those type of guys where I see him, and I'm like, all right, that's the guy. Not so much I got to beat, but it's like, hey, man, like we're in the same race. So um, he, to me, Joey Lynch is one of my rivals. I'm like, all right. Sure, sure. So, like, so you guys knowing each other like you guys do, what was it like kind of from your perspective? Like, I guess I'll 
kind of going in a kind of different direction, but since we're talking about Joey Lynch, you know, I was there live at the Scenic City uh, Invitational Tournament in Chattanooga this year. Um, you were part of the Future Showcase, and Joey won the whole tournament of, like, the quote-unquote main tournament. Um, right. What was your experience like in Chattanooga, and is one of your main career goals to be a part of, like, the big tournament next year and kind of proving yourself on that level? Of course, man, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, for those, you know, for those sports heads, I always said, like, SCI, uh, that weekend is huge. Like, for us, that's, for, SCI to me is the Southeastern's, like, you know, PWG. You know, that, right. that's anybody who's anything on that Southwest Mid-Atlantic type area, like, this is where, this is where you come, you get it in. And it's all, to me, it's also like a giant, um, it's like a giant, you know, wrestling combine, you know, and for those who don't know what the combine is, like in the NFL, they bring pretty much the who's who of college football athletes, and they work them out. And this is your time to shine. And, this, and to me, that's that's the only thing I can really equate it to, to where, all right, this is your chance to be put on a bigger stage than you're accustomed to. You're going to have six, seven, eight hundred people from all over and there's going to be a select few people out there who are some movers and shakers in terms of the wrestling world, in terms of bookers and promoters and everything else. And they want to see what you got. They're here for a reason. And that's what it was. Um, I, I have the tendency to go out and, you know, show my ass every time I go out there because you do not know who's watching. And I got, uh, you know, I got a lot of, uh, a lot of good feedback from that weekend. Um, a lot of guys love what I was able to do. Um, you know, some people want to see me and automatically think, oh, he does one type of thing. And then you see me, he goes, oh, he can do a lot of different things. And so it was just one of those, uh, one of those weekends, man, where it was big for me. And of course, like I'm a competitor at heart, man. All I want to do is compete. And so, of course, me being a chance to be a part of SCI in the tournament, you know, is always something that I want to do because if I'm not here to get better, if I'm not here to test myself against, you know, some of the quote-unquote best, uh, you know, of in the, in the wrestling world, then what am I doing? I'm just wasting time. So, yeah, I know when it comes to the SCI, the people they bring in are the people they, you know, who they consider the best, you know, some of the, you know, big names. And I want to be a part of that. I don't really consider myself like a big name, but please believe you put me in with anybody, you know, we'll go toe to toe all day long. Just like, you know, can, can you hang with me? Sure. And, and, you know, that's honestly, it's like my favorite weekend of wrestling all year is that SCI weekend because it's, it's those tournaments there in Chattanooga. And then that carries over into Nashville out here, uh, for SUP. And you, you made a big mark, um, at the show. I can't remember the name of each show. I, it's hard for me to remember all the, all the show titles, but it was, it was, it was the show right after the SCI. You guys did the, uh, the Music City Murders. You were part of that. What was that all like for you, man? Um, it was one of those things of where, you know, you hear rumblings, um, you know, about me doing this and doing that and da 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 but it was a chance for me to be on a bigger stage uh, and, you know, really put myself out there and to the like, no, this is why I'm here. This is what I do. Um, a lot of people think that, um, you know, okay, I make jokes and I'm pretty decent on a microphone and everybody's like, ha ha, he he, but... I tell people all the time, I was like, let's get one thing straight, though. Like, I'm a killer. It's what I do. You know, the, the jokes are just <laughs> the jokes. 
Speaking of the people that were on the other end of that, I mean, Carrie Awful probably got the worst of what you dished out. I you you launched him headfirst into a steel post, um, like a long dart. You know, it was it was nasty, and you've done it twice to him now. Actually, back to back shows, Carrie has taken that that fly into that post. And I wanted to ask you, what's your what's your relationship like with Carrie Awful on like a professional level, not a personal level, but a professional level? I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. I mean, you grabbed my attention that day. You grabbed everyone's attention that day. I, I saw the internet blowing up, Music City murders all over the place. And, uh, you know, with that with that kind of group forming um, on that night, what has it been like teaming with Brett Eisen uh, since then? Man, here's, here's the thing, and this is something that I've told people before, like me and Brett teaming up, this is nothing new. Me and Brett have been teamed up since April of last year. Oh wow! Um, it's just been it's just been intermittent. It's stuff I put on Twitter, and even some of the guys at Southern Anger are like, "Yo, this this is like some deep storytelling stuff. Like you guys may want to watch this. Some guys watch it, some guys don't. But like, this isn't me. Me and Brett teaming up is nothing new. Like Brett knows what I'm thinking. I know what Brett's thinking. When Brett goes does his thing by himself, I don't sweat it. Why? Because he's a grown-ass man, and he's going to do what he's got to do. When I got to do my stuff, Brett doesn't sweat me. Why? Because I'm a grown-ass man, and I got to do what I got to do. But when we come together, we just have a straight mindset of like, yo, who's got to die today? You? Well, that sucks for you, homeboy. Here we go. <laughs> and, you know, we kind of go out there, and we do what they brought us together to do. Like, you don't put two guys like me and Brett together, and then be shocked that something bad happened to somebody. Like, what did you expect? Right, right. And then you also throw, you know, Kurt Stein into that mix, who's a legitimate psychopath out there. And, uh, I mean, you got just... You guys, 
I, I'm looking very forward to seeing what you guys all do, especially at Southern Underground going forward. Um, I know on the next show, you're actually going to be taking on Gary J one-on-one, if, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, O'Shea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what came down the old news wire, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I started smiling. I'm like, yeah, here we go. All I ever wanted was a fight, and um, that's exactly what this is going to be. And so I tell people all the time, I'm like, if you came looking for like some match of technical prowess, Hey, man, you may well hit the bathroom on this one because that's not going to be it. But uh, if you came looking for a fight, yeah, go ahead and strap in, youngin, because this one's going to be fun. Hell yeah, dude. I, I love that matchup. Have you ever wrestled Gary before one-on-one? No, no. I, I've been on shows with him before, um, and I've always got a chance to sit back and watch him go. And, you know, and I... I I got nothing. I got nothing personal against Gary J. I have nothing but the utmost workplace professionalism and respect for Gary J. But if you put your chin out there, I'm gonna knock it into the cheap seats. Like I come to fight. Like I fight dirty because, well, that's what that's how you win fights. Like fights ain't pretty. Fights ain't clean. I don't get paid by the hour. I get paid by the job. So. You know, I got to do what I got to do because I got bills to pay. And if that means I got to knock, you know, the ginger out of his beard, then, well, <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. It ain't mine. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm i looking forward to it, man. You guys are both hard, heavy hitters, and it's going to be a great – it's going to – like you said, if you're looking for something technical, this isn't for you. But if you're looking for a fight, this is for you. Um, The main event of that show, I want to get your opinion on because we, we were just talking about Brett Eisen. And Brett will be challenging Mar- Marco Stunt, who's the new uh, Bone Storm champion of Southern Underground Pro, uh, essentially the heavyweight champion of SUP. What what's kind of your uh, your mindset going into this? Because I'm sure that you won't be too far away from this main event. No, no man, listen, Brett's fights are exactly that. Those are Brett's fights. You know what I'm saying? I. I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm going to butt into it. I'm not going to say that I'm not. But Brett's fight is Brett's fight, and that's going to be about it. In terms of, like, Marco and everything, I'm like, look, that dude's been getting press after press after press after press. And, you know, for what it's worth, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I can't really explain it, but, you know, it's whatever. But at the same time, you know, like, I think I was supposed to wrestle him like two months ago, but he pulled out to go to Bola, you know? Oh, well, that's I'm right. I'm not mad at him. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at him for all about it, but please believe, you know, he, he, you're going to hear what I got to say about it because it's like, you know, everybody, you know, you get to do this and do that, but everyone else gets kind of stand around and I get left holding the bag. And I'm like, nah, dog, you know, you did, you did what you had to do because that's business and that's fine, but you know, for all those people you step on to go up, yeah, homie, you'll see them coming down again. Trust me. I, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. And and for what it's worth, I mean, I say it all the time in my show, Southern Underground, that's that's my home base. So, like, you know, those are my favorite shows. I always look so forward to the shows every single time. I'll give them a plug right now. The, the show that we're talking about is coming up on November the 4th. It's called All Eyes on Me, and the main event is, once again, Marco Stunt versus Brett Eisen for the sup bone storm championship and like we mentioned we'll also be seeing o'shea edwards versus gary J on that show um o'shea kind of wrapping up here got a couple more questions for you i wanted to know as as a performer as a wrestler what's been your favorite match that you've been a part of oh, oh boy that, that's a that's a loaded question <laughs> <laughs> you can give me more than one you can give me more, more than one if you got a few 
a chance to like really, really, really be a part of, man. Um, some of them have been down at Pro Wrestling Ego, down at Jackson, Mississippi. Um, I get a chance to wrestle guys like uh, Ray Fury or Ryan Taylor out of Texas. Um, like guys you may not may not heard before, but like guys can go. You know what I'm saying? Guys can really work, and it's fun. It's a fun time. We got you know some real good time, and there's some history there, so you know stuff gets personal. Um, I don't do a lot of stuff in Georgia, but at least in the Southeast, though, um, like matches I've had with like you know Ethan Page, matches I've had with you know Kerry Awful, AJ Gray, time and time again, um, you know stuff like that really does stand out because I get to show who I am as a wrestler. I get to really go out there and have you know I get to show people who I am uh, outside of oh I just don't like that guy. You know, and I, to me, I like to think I'm reinventing what it means to be a big guy. You know, it's not so much, oh, he just does this, he just does that. It's like, no, O'Shea's, you know, 6'3", 270, and he's doing everything else. You know, and this is one of those things of, man, you come see me once, I'm going to leave you one more. And there's a lot more to think. It's just, you know, this is good business. Don't give everything on the first try, son. Sure, and I think that's the right attitude to have there as well, because... We're seeing, you know, the wrestling business is even just in the last few years has changed so dramatically to where, like, even I, I just think of someone like Keith Lee, for example, who like when you look at someone like that, you would never think that this guy does like Frankensteiners, but can also like lift you over his head and slam you harder than any, anything you've ever seen. You know, it's like you see these guys that are like becoming these hybrid athletes out there in the ring. And that's what I like that you're doing. Like you're you're picking people's brains, you're meshing styles together and you're coming up with something that's unique to yourself. Um, and it leaves me, I mean, I remember the first time I saw you wrestle was actually against AJ Gray. You mentioned him and I still remember that match because, you know, you did stuff during the match that had, had me thinking, I want to see that guy again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what that was all about, man. You create those moments and people start talking and then before you know it, you're on bigger and bigger stages. Absolutely, man. Last question I got for you. What is your favorite match as a fan that you've ever seen? Yes. Yeah. And and and, and HPK. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, actually, the Rock and Stone Cold. Um, only because like there was a lot of emotion in that match that like people don't really look at. You know what I'm saying? I can well, going back and watch it again and again and again. Man, it was. Here's the thing, man, and I don't mean just one match in particular. I'm just that entire feud that went on for years. Like that pick one. It's all. It's just been a burner. Like every single time. Like even even the vignettes they put out where they were just sitting in the middle of the locker room and Jim Ross is in the middle. You know. And Stone Cold looked at me and goes, "Man, I just don't want to beat you, man. I have to beat you. I need to beat you. Like that's some that's some deep deep stuff because everybody can relate to that. That you know, I just don't want this. Like I need to do this because if I don't like what else do I have like stuff like that like you know it keeps people coming back for more you want to see it again and again and again because what you saw in the first match isn't what you're going to get in the second and what you get in the third isn't what you got in the first and by the time you get back to the fifth meeting it's something completely different but they completely change the game all over again and you're still like I want more yeah and yeah that's the type of stuff I love and I, that's what I try to like put out there like when it's all said and done i want people to sit there and just look and go i want more of that 
Yeah, man, for sure. And, you know, it, that was so wild. Like, not only was that one of, like, the greatest rivalries, probably the greatest rivalry in, in wrestling history, The Rock and Steve Austin, and and it ended without anybody, like, knowing it was going to end because Steve Austin didn't tell anybody he was going to retire after that last match with The Rock. And it just kind of, I feel like it all ended perfectly, too, because there wasn't, like, any, like, expectation of, like, this is the last time. It just kind of organically... Right, right. And also, big takeaway from that, too. I still, to this day, can never listen to Limp Biscuits My Way without just thinking of clips of the two of them hitting each other with each other's finishers over and over again. Man, it's great. To this day, I'll fight anybody over it. The Rock takes the best stutter ever. Yes. Fight me. Fight me about it. Like, I don't care. Just like Billy Gunn, you know, takes the best clothesline from hell. But I was like, if you think anybody took the stutter better than Rock, I'm like, come fight me. There you go. There you go. And I don't recommend it. Anyone listening to the show, if you've never seen O'Shea Edwards, I would highly recommend not fighting this man. But if you want to, if you want to dispute him over the Rock taking the best stunner, feel free. But I will not give you that advice. Um, O'Shea, hey, I appreciate it, brother. Hey, let everybody know where they can find your uh, your merchandise, your social media, all that good stuff, man. I have a lot of stuff like I sell in person now. Like I don't, I don't sell in my stores. Um, but it worked on online. I'm sorry, you can find me at uh, whatamaneuver.net backslash O'Shea Edwards. Um, that's really where you get a lot of my shirts from. And I, I'm a, I'm a stickler for quality merch, stuff that doesn't shrink and you know just high, you know high good designs and stuff like that. Um, on the Twitter, man, it's uh, it's all damn day O'Shea, man, just one word. Um, on on Instagram, it's all damn day O'Shea underscore after every word. And if you want to tip fate and you want to find me on Facebook, like you can, like the name is O'Shea Edwards on Facebook, but I'm not going to lie. Like if you try to friend me and I don't know you, <laughs> may the odds forever be in your favor. <laughs> I'll have to check my friend, my friend request right now. I don't know if we're friends on Facebook or not. <laughs> now I've, now I've got to check my friend. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. I appreciate that, man. Hey, thanks again for coming on the show today. And I look forward to seeing you again in person on November 4th here in uh, Nashville, dude. Dude, thanks for having me, man. I really do appreciate it, man. Thank thank you so much for, you know, giving me, giving me the opportunity to get out there. I'm humbled that you uh, you actually thought of me, man. I appreciate it. Dude. Hey, thanks again. And uh, you have a great day, man. Hey, you too, man. Appreciate it. All right, everyone. And once again, that was O'Shea Edwards. That was a fun interview. Nice dude. Uh, ter- terrifying in the ring. If you haven't seen this man, once again, like this is a guy you definitely want to be familiar with. And I hope this interview, uh, maybe helped you get to know more about him, or you know, maybe this is the first time you've heard of O'Shea Edwards. And if that's the case, I'm glad I was able to give him a little bit of a platform here. And once again, I appreciate his time more than you guys could ever imagine. You know, anytime I can get anybody on this show who wants to give me any of their time, I very, very much appreciate it. So once again, thank you to O'Shea for coming on the show today. And thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to hit the subscribe button on any platform that you listen on. And please leave a five-star rating and a review. Helps the podcast out so much just by giving those those positive reviews and ratings. Um, I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. It takes no time at all, and it's totally free. So please do that and help me out. Uh, please make sure to follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. I've got a Facebook group as well to search Fight Talk Podcast. 
and my Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. And I play video games on Twitch. I'm on camera. There's a chat box. Um, I'm interacting with people while I'm playing the games. I'm usually playing like UFC 3. I don't have the new WWE game yet, but I'll probably get it soon and start streaming it. I've got Madden. I've got Fortnite. I've got pretty much everything. Um, so once again, that's twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. And feel free to join in. It's a lot of fun. I love doing Twitch. Um, and I'll be doing it more often, especially if you guys are interested in watching. So make sure to check that out. Just like O'Shea mentioned, uh, whatamaneuver.net. That's where you can find my merchandise as well. Uh, just search whatamaneuver.net and search for Fight Talk Podcast while you're on the website. Any money that I make on that website goes directly right back into this podcast and into the Twitch channel to make everything better for you guys as viewers and listeners, as well as myself as a interviewer slash broadcaster, whatever you want to call me. It helps basically get me better equipment, faster speeds, a little extra money in my pocket to when I go to these shows, like uh, the next up show on November the 4th, All Eyes on Me. I got a little extra money in my pocket, you know, for gas and and for food and stuff like that for when I go and I interview these guys and, and form these relationships. Um, once again, you know, I've, I've mentioned on my podcast many times, a lot of the ways I'm able to get interviews with people, just like I was with O'Shea today, is because I've met him in person at these shows, formed a little relationship, and here we are talking on my podcast. So that's how it works, and that's how when you buy anything on whatamaneuver.net or any money that's donated through my Twitch channel – all of that goes right back into helping all of us out, make this whole thing better as wrestling and mixed martial arts fans. So that's going to be it, guys. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is my brother, and he is a professional boxing coach and corner man. He can help you get in better shape, learn how to throw hands, just reach your goals in general. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, um, he can meet you in person. Or if you're not around that area, he can help you remotely. Just follow him on Instagram at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's once again at Atlanta Boxing Coach. All spelled out is one word, and if you follow him, he'll hit you up, and he'll work something out with you. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Brian Jensen is the guy for you. Also, I want to give a shout-out to WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com has the best fantasy pick contests for professional wrestling. Always a lot of big cash and big prizes on the line every single time. Make sure to jump on WrestleRumble.com and follow them on Twitter, at WrestleRumble, to stay up to date with all their contests. I'd imagine they have one coming up for Evolution. I haven't checked yet, but we have so many shows coming coming up. Evolution, Crown Jewel, you know, if it in fact happens as planned. As of right now, it is supposed to go down as planned as of this recording. Um, so we'll see. But WrestleRumble.com is the place to go for uh, for your fantasy pick contests. And last but never least, shout out to Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a professional wrestling collectible and memorabilia company that specializes in action figures, Finches magazines and programs, DVDs, autograph memorabilia, and other neat pro wrestling memorabilia. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at HL Pro Wrestling. So that's going to do it for uh, today's episode, guys. Thank you once again to O'Shea Edwards. Thank you for listening, and I will be back soon.